Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus, is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors, Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, banking one story at a time, the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer, with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good Wednesday afternoon and welcome into Tiger Talk. We are live at the Robbins Center inside the Fort Hay State University campus, part of Tiger Club. We're certainly glad to have you with us here today. Another big crowd here inside the Robbins Center with Tiger Club. You can always join us by joining Tiger Club. It's pretty simple. Contact the athletic office and uh, your $100 uh, uh, Tiger Club entry fee goes to scholarships for four-day state student athletes. And then you can join us on Wednesdays uh, for lunch and uh, good cordon bleu today. So good menu items uh, uh, to, to join us and be here live with the program. Of course, if you're listening, we'd love to have you participate by sending us a question. We had a few more set in this week that we're going to get to as the program rolls along. All you have to do is go to the Fort Hay State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. You'll see the fans tab. Uh, you'll get a drop-down menu. When you click on it, you'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question there, and if we use it, you'll have a chance to win a T-shirt from the Fort Hayes State Athletic Office. We had some good questions last week, had a few more sent to us this week, which we'll get to here in just a little bit. Another good program. We're going to talk some wrestling. Eric Wentz will join us here in just a little bit. We'll talk women's basketball with Talia Cars, men's basketball with Mark Johnson. Both teams coming off big, a big road win at Nebraska Kearney Saturday and a big week this week. Tigers back at home tomorrow night. The Washburn Ichabods are in town, 5.30 and 7.30, key AA games there. And then Saturday afternoon, it's the Emporia State Hornets. So rivalry week, four-day state, four consecutive games with their traditional rivals. Started with Pitt State, then Nebraska Kearney, now Washburn and Emporia State all in a row. So it should be a lot of fun. Hope to see a big crowd at a Gross Memorial Coliseum uh, tomorrow night. All right, we're going to get right into it. We've got wrestling coach Eric Wentz now. They did not have any meets or tournaments last weekend. We talked about it. Uh, a bit of a stretch here uh, with no competition as far as uh, outside competition, but that's going to change this weekend. The Tigers on the road. They'll be in Wichita to take on Newman tomorrow night at 7, and then Sunday 
in Warrensburg, Missouri, Wachita Baptist and Central Missouri as the conference dual race gets uh, hot and heavy. And with that, we bring in Coach Eric Wentz. Uh, Thanks for joining us again today. Um, No meets or anything to talk about, but how'd practice go? I know you said you kind of altered it a little bit with the long break, but uh, how'd things go last week for everybody? They they were up and down. Uh, (laughs) We've... uh, it's like about every two or three days we get a guy picked off with the flu bug. So it's, yeah. it's, it's hitting everybody. It hit my house earlier this week. <laughs> so now it's like it's like one day one guy tells me he's, he's running a fever of 101, and then, you know, he gets better. And then two days later I get another guy with the fever. And, you know, we're even kicking guys out of practice because we're like, if you don't feel good, go away. You know, we can't have that running through the team during this time of year. So we're just really trying to make sure everybody's – you know, staying hydrated and trying to eat healthy and keep all their uh, keep all their energy levels up and try to keep the bugs out. Uh, you see that in team sports because I mean, you, they teams they do so much together, and it, it's hard once that goes through and it happens every year. You can do everything to try to prevent it, but it, yep. it, it cycles through. But I think wrestling, just the nature of the sport, would be even worse because <laughs> I mean, everybody's in close proximity, and yep. then there's wrestling, yeah. and you're really yeah. in close proximity. Yeah. And then, you, especially this first week, first week of school back, yeah. my guys that are living in the dorms seem to be getting hit harder than the guys that are off campus because they can, they got a little bit more controlled environment off campus. Mm-hmm. You know, you get you get all these kids coming back to school from home and you know they're just they're it's like one giant petri dish (laughs) so you know it's uh you know it's been tough but i think we're getting close to being over it i'm hoping so uh you know going into tomorrow and sunday you know i think we should be in pretty good shape we'll get into those duels here in just a little bit anything particular that uh, you you worked on you had that you know a lot of good competition right before the break and then right after the trip to california and everything there in colorado school of mines um uh, any, anything specific that you, you tried to, to hone on and, and focus during this stretch? Yeah, just being cleaner. You know, we, we've we've kind of proven that, that we can get to anybody's legs or, you know, we can get to, we can get to scoring scoring attacks. We just sometimes struggle finishing. A lot of that's due to our, our youth. You know, we're, we're going to be starting, I think, six underclassmen uh, the rest of the season. Um, and so those guys, you know, they're freshmen or redshirt freshmen are so used to being so much better than everybody else coming out of high school that, you know, finishes, you know, getting to a leg and finishing has been been pretty easy for them. So now they're getting to these situations where, you know, you're having to get the second, third, fourth level finishes when guys are getting weird or guys, you know, there's bigger, stronger, better athletes and better wrestling. So you're not able to dominate through the finish like they have been uh, coming through high school. So, you know, we've been working a lot on, you know, getting to our offense and then, our partner really forcing us to get to those next three, four levels, you know, so we can, you know, get in the habit of, you know, the guy's not just going to fall down when you grab his leg, you know. It's gonna, you're going to have to work a whole lot harder to finish. and we, So that's what really what we've been working on and, you know, just staying strong with the basics and, and uh, you know, taking advantage of the opponent's mistakes and uh, and uh, getting to our offense and making sure we're, we're finishing clean so we can avoid the, the weird positions that, that we seem to get us in trouble. Well, like all freshmen, there's a learning curve, regardless of there's talent a, level yes. at all sports, and, and you, you kind of have to go through it a little yep. bit uh, to experience it, but uh, they all seem to, to make that uh, adjustment. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the, the duels coming up tomorrow and then over the weekend. We did have a question sent in, um, and it basically it's dual season rather than tournament season. I know we've kind of discussed this a little bit, but do you go about preparation any differently in the second half of the year compared to what you do uh, maybe the first half before the holiday break? 
Yeah, you know, we we still have to kind of keep in mind that the the national qualifier is a tournament style. Mm-hmm. You know, we, it's not based off of dual meets, not based off of conference at all. We have our regional. So, you know, but going into these dual meets, we're really focused on, you know, you know what each individual needs to be needs to be conscious of going you know with with their opponents and and a lot of teams have styles that we and we talked about this with San Francisco and Mines about how they like to roll around and you know the next couple of teams we're going to wrestle are uh they're not super aggressive um you know like like the last couple of teams have been so we're really focusing on you know you know pushing the pace and and trying to the longer the match goes better off we're going to be so you know really working on on our cardio and and making sure that we're able to go seven eight nine ten minutes you know if a match happens to go into overtime that we can sustain that that high intensity uh throughout that whole match and and a lot of these teams we're getting ready to wrestle are we're going to hang back they're going to try to catch us uh you know not with the scrambling so much but you know they're going to try to just hit little little simple defensive scores on us and try to get on top and and do their thing on top so we got to work real hard on just making sure we're fundamentally sound and 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 as we go into the tournament season we're still doing some tournament simulation stuff when we're not wrestling our dual meets you know we're getting guys three or four matches in a day in the room in a controlled environment so we still stay ready to go because we're gonna have to you know in order to qualify for national you're gonna have to win you know three or four maybe five matches to get to the national tournament and another kind of same person who emailed that question in just talk about the strength of the miaa in wrestling you know it's always been it's always been really really tough and looks like no different again this season no different this season um central oklahoma outright number one um they just won a national dual championship uh first week of january i think they beat augustana out of south dakota 37 to 3 in the uh, in the championship match and they i think they beat st cloud you know they're beating everybody pretty bad right now but there's like they just keep reloading you know and and you know they've got some guys coming off red shirt and they but they're also senior heavy you know where we're not senior heavy mm-hmm. you know they've got a, you know probably you know seven of their ten guys are probably fifth maybe sixth year guys so you know it's it's a situation where they're just in a better better spot you know with some maturity in the lineup where you know some of these teams were you know like us we're we're starting you know freshmen redshirt freshmen maybe some sophomores mixed in there you know we're only, we we're going to have two seniors in the lineup uh for us this coming the next few days but you know it's it's they're they're always just going to be be tough they've got a lot of heritage there you know you know and so you know they're competing for a national title every year and then carney you know they're number 2 right now in the conference um but they're number 6 in the country they they were down lower early in the year. They were they they were trying to figure out their lineup like a lot of teams first semester. So you know some guys were taking losses. So they were down around sixteen, but they have now figured out their lineup and <laughs> and I think they were third at the national duels, I believe third or fourth. But they're they're ranked sixth in the country right now. Um, Central Missouri and us are probably duking it out for number three right now. Um, you know they've got you know with new coaching staff and and they brought in a lot of a lot of transfers when he when when coach Garcia took over and then you got uh uh Newman and Wachita Wachita's new to our mm-hmm. conference this year um you know kind of battling it out for that last spot next to the last spot you know but they're tough they, you know Newman's Newman's got a really tough 165 uh you know Wachita's got a really tough 57 pounder and so you know the, they're all we're all very solid and at some point during the season we could all be ranked in the top 25. Well let's talk about uh, this week a little bit and as you, yeah you're, you're right it's uh, it's uh, challenging each and every time out you're going to face three of them here in a short period of time uh Newman on tomorrow that'll be at seven o'clock at Fugate gym actually it's going to be at the uh, in the main gym in the Don Nasser family Plaza uh, hosted by Newman and uh, 
you know, for a long time, Fort A. State had the only wrestling program. Then all the junior colleges added it, and now uh, Newman has added it. And that's obviously changed the landscape. And it, it just kind of feels like this has become a pretty big rivalry. Uh, two schools pretty close in proximity, uh, both with, with wrestling and state. So I'm yeah. sure when you go to recruiting, you, you, you battle heads with these guys oh, yeah. a lot. And, and how you do sometimes has, yep. <laughs> it maybe <laughs> determines how you do in the recruiting wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wichita is probably the hotbed for, for wrestling in the state of Kansas right now. Um, Kansas City's got its pockets, but most of Wichita, if you're looking at, you know, the high school kids, you know, when you're looking at recruiting, most, you know, you got your, like I said, your pockets mm-hmm. in the Kansas City area, but Wichita is really kind of the hotbed for it. So, you know, you, we're going head-to-head with these guys. You know, we, we've got a, you know, DeAndre Brown transfer, transferred here from Newman um, just for, a bit, you know, looking for a different opportunity. So, you know, it's it's a situation where, yeah, it is a rivalry, you know, and we got Wichita guys in the lineup. I think we're going to have two or three Wichita guys in there. Um, we, we signed a couple of Wichita kids in the last uh, in the last two years or so, so they are a big recruiting foe to us. But, uh, you know, it is a pretty good rivalry, you know, you know, because you know, they get a lot of those Wichita area kids that stay home. So, you know, my Kansas <laughs> kids know their kids. So it's, it's, it's always pretty, pretty hotly contested. And, you know, you said it's always a lot of fun. And, and you know, their their record may not be great right now. Just a couple of duels or 0-2, but always competitive. Any any key matchups, obviously, Terrius, everybody's always interested in how he <laughs> oh, does. Yeah. But any any key weight divisions that uh, we should keep an eye on tomorrow night? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we got to get on a roll early. DeAndre Brown, you know, him going back into Newman <laughs> since transferring here is going to be going to be important that we keep him kind of emotionally in check, you know, cause he can get kind of worked up and, you know, but it, when he's on, when he's on, he's on, but it's, it's, it's going to be a tough matchup cause they, he's got to probably wrestle Dylan Shaler who he's, he had some really close wrestle offs with over the last two years when he was down there. So, um, you know, it's going to be, that's going to be important for us to get off with off, off, uh, off the ground running mm-hmm. there with 125 with him. Um, you know, probably the biggest one, 165, Cody Hicks is going to be wrestling Jace Fisher, who's ranked number seven right now, I believe. Um, you know, that kid's having a great year. He's he's had a great career. He's a national qualifier last year. I think he lost in the blood round at nationals. Um, but it's a winnable match for Cody if Cody's feeling good and firing on all cylinders. You know, obviously that kid's going to be amped up because it's, it's, a, it's a rivalry, you know. But, uh, you know, Cody's got the potential to, to catch you and do some cr- pretty funky things. And, and, and uh, if he can pull that one off, that's going to be huge for us. Um, obviously, Terrius has got to do what he's got to do. But, you know, some of those, you know, we're going to have Hunter Harrison at 157, and it's going to be a big match for him. He's going to be filling in for, for Casey Lindsay, who uh, unfortunately ended his season with a knee injury. But uh, Hunter's had a really good really good couple weeks of practice and, and looking pretty good. Uh, so if he can, if he can get on the, uh, on the ball – at 157, I think we can hopefully put it out of reach by heavyweight. That's kind of our goal. And maybe just a quick overview on Sunday. By the way, uh, that you can watch that. It'll be on the MIAA Network. Then Sunday in Warrensburg, Wachita Baptist at 1.30, and then uh, Central Missouri at 4.30 at the Multi on the UCM campus. Just a little bit of preview of those two. Obviously, we talked about Central Missouri being good. They're ranked uh, this week. But uh, a quick overview of what's up on tap for Sunday. Yeah, uh, you know, Wachita, they're you know they're relatively new program. They're 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 kind of in that learning curve. You know they've got some solid guys. Their one fifty seven is really tough. He 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 had a pretty good run at the Midwest Classic, I think. Um, you know they've got a really solid ninety seven who's been up and down. So you know and Terry's wrestled him last year. Uh, guy kept it close early, but once Terry's got on a roll, he I think he ended up tech falling the guy. Uh, like 19 to one or 19 to two or something like that. But, uh, you know, they've, they've got some, some bright spots in their lineup. So it's, we're going to have to be on our A game. You know, we, you know, on paper, we look like we should win that one, but you know, we're going to be down to a guy or two. So, 
but Central Missouri, you know, you know, getting into the rankings this week, they've got a really tough 184 pounder um, who made the finals at the at the Midwest Classic. So Matt Rodriguez is going to have a tough one there. He, they wrestled in the very first round and he he tech falled in that, but Matt was. Again, kind of deer in the headlights, first time wrestling the Midwest <laughs> Classic, so it was, it was kind of a tough go for him. But he got on, he got on a roll after that and beat some good guys. But um, so one eighty four is a big one there. Uh, their one thirty three is nationally ranked. Um, Tommy Frezza, he's he's uh, he's about five feet tall, one hundred thirty three pounds of of rock solid muscle, and he was uh, he was another guy who won a couple matches at the national tournament last year. So you know Kevin Honus will be the guy at that weight, so he's got to kind of keep it close. And, the, and it's one of those situations where we got to make that that one individual bout last as long as possible because Kevin's got a good motor if he can get over the over the <laughs> hurdle early. There. Yep. Um, but you know, if we we wrestle to our best of our ability over the next three duels, I feel like we could potentially go three and zero, oh, but we could very easily go the other <laughs> way if we're not firing on all cylinders. So you know, we're gonna do some uh, some Jedi mind tricks over the next <laughs> next couple of days and uh, try to get these guys firing on all cylinders. If you've got the Jedi mind tricks going, how can you not go 3-0? Right. Coach, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, good luck tomorrow in Wichita and then in uh, Warrensburg on, on Sunday and looking forward to rehashing it next week, and hopefully we're talking about a 3-0. That's, 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 that's the plan. There you go. That's Eric Wentz, head wrestling coach at Fort A. State again tomorrow, 7 o'clock in Wichita, and then 1.30 and 4.30 on sa- Sunday in Warrensburg, and they'll all be on the MIAA Network. Tiger Talk brought to you today by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. Learn more at hayesmed.com backslash orthopedics. We will take a break. When we come back, we'll talk of women's basketball. Talia Cars joins us next on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. BTI now delivers John Deere parts, tools, and more directly to your farm or home. Visit bti-direct.com for their full catalog. All products ship with fast, affordable shipping options. Need something delivered in a hurry? Just email orders at btiequip.com or get connected to your local BTI parts counter. That's orders at btiequip.com or visit them online at bti-direct.com. Hey, Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com drive. Go Tigers! A new year means a new month and new specials at the taco shop. The Sancho, beef enchilada, cheese enchilada, and beef and bean burrito are each $3.09. Is the taco shop 333 West 8th Street? Download the app and order or call in. The taco shop welcomes you to 2024. Come on down to the taco shop. We all enjoy the thrill of victory on game day. Did you know that championship mentality can go beyond the field to your home? This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. If you're looking for a victory, the folks at Next Tech have you covered with gig speed internet for just $69 a month. Now, new customers get the fastest home Wi-Fi, backed by the best customer service at an unbeatable price. Take your home's connection to a championship level today at next-tech.com. 
Wagner brings it up top of the key, puts her fist in the air, plays to Galladay left wing. Sydney a pump fake, dribbles at the foul line. Now back to Megan, another three. Swish! She put it in. Megan Ernie with 11. Her second three of the quarter. 56-53, Fort Hayes State. Megan Ernie's given a big spark off the bench today. Yeah, big day for Megan on Saturday as the Tiger women knock off Nebraska Kearney up at the Health and Sports Center. Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver right at the bottom of the hour before we talk some women's basketball with Coach Cars. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Whether it's beer, wine, or spirits, pick up a winner at either of the two convenient Kaiser Liquor locations in Hayes. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. And welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're at the Robbins Center, part of Tiger Club today. Good to have you aboard as uh, we talk women's basketball with Coach Talia Cars. Tigers. Big road win, 70-68 to 68 on Saturday, knocking off the uh, Lopers of Nebraska Kearney and uh, kind of lived up to the billing. I mean, this was a heavyweight fight back and forth. You, you overcame a, a deficit right before halftime, had a little bit of everything in it, and obviously it was a, a, a big road win for your squad Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it was. I think it helped us gain a lot of confidence again, uh, get win in a close game, and I thought we did a great job defensively to, to close out the game of uh, honing in on what they were trying to do and really just communicating with each other and uh, working as a team to, to get stops down the down to the end of the game. We heard the highlight from, from Megan Ernie. Obviously, she was big. She scored. Um, uh, they had her officially for 10 points. I had her for 11, but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but um, yeah, I'm sure she does. Yes, likes my scoring better. But a big, big shot in the arm off the bench for her. And, and, and you kind of touched on it after the game. Her minutes, you know, probably not where they were at the beginning of the year. But yet uh, she's ready to go. And, and if she doesn't have that little spurt, you probably don't win the game because it was starting to get away from you. And she hit a couple of threes and got you right back in that thing. Yeah, Megan does a great job of, of understanding what we're trying to do and getting the ball where it needs to go. And then she's starting to make some shots again and so that's that's huge um, when it comes down to the to the end of the game is that she hit those shots um, early in the or late in the second mm-hmm. ha- or first half and early in the, the second half and she's just always ready to go and the cool thing about Megan is on defense especially is that she could guard the two man all the way up to the five man because she just has an, a knack for where the ball's trying to get and she does a great job of of recognizing that and getting there and trying not to let it happen and drew a big charge in, in that game as well in the in the uh, first half of that contest you fell behind by eight and you got it to within three at halftime that had to be huge uh, for for the psyche to get back in that game because it was starting to maybe creep away a little bit there late in the second quarter yeah and it's the second quarter has been a consistently <laughs> not a great quarter for us and so for me as a, as the coach trying to figure out okay how can we keep that from being a deficit every game and so I think we did a great job of executing what we needed to execute and getting points on the board getting the right people in the game at the right time and um, we did a good job of of closing the gap at halftime well we did have a couple of questions and one of them you kind of touched on it but but last year's team a lot of close games and and you came up on the short end of most of those you've had some close ones this year I mean Missouri Western you didn't win it, but uh, you were right there. You, you get a two-point win up in Kearney. Um, what's the difference this year? Or have you been able to tell a difference with, with this group compared to the last group? Because it's primarily the same group, but uh, it seemed like you're having a little bit better success in these tight games down the wire. 
honestly, a lot of times it's the basketball gods. <laughs> if you look look at last year's games, man, we guarded like crazy, and they would hit just a lucky shot. Um, we got really good looks late in the games, just they didn't go in. Um, so I think last year it comes down to that. Like we were doing everything we could do, and it, it wasn't our it wasn't our time. And um, it does help when you've won. We won one early against uh, Mesa, and then. This one, obviously, it does boost you a little bit and makes them realize, okay, we can do this and gives you a little bit of confidence. But I, it's up to fate a lot of times <laughs> if the ball's going to go in the hoop or not. And um, so far, so good. We had a, we did have a couple of more questions. Although one of them more of a comment, but you'd mentioned, uh, especially after the Southern game, um, you took a lot of the, the blame for that big run and not getting the right people in. But um, uh, the emailer wants to congratulate you uh, down the stretch. Knowing you had fouls to give, uh, you, you, you fouled Carney, made them burn some time. And, and, and just how you played played the last uh, minute, minute and a half with, with that, uh, that uh, you, you made some, some uh, good, good decisions. Uh, just your, your thoughts on, on, on how you handle that and how your team is handling some of these situations. Yeah, they did a great job. Uh, we, that's not something we've necessarily practiced. They understood. Luckily, we, we'd watched what they were trying to do to that timeout before that. So we kind of knew what their goal was. So we talked about it, and we said that this is what they're going to try to do. So when they start to do that, let's foul. And Brooke specifically was guarding the ball and did a great job of understanding that. And I commend Taylor and Paige both. They're just spurting ideas at me as we're going into the timeout. They're saying this and this and this. And I've said, okay, let's do this. And so I appreciate them too, that they see different things and understand different things. And we all just kind of put our brains together as quick as we can. And the girls executed it super well. And in Sydney, did you tell her to miss that last free throw? Because knowing, I mean, in Kearney, they had two timeouts and they elected right under the middle mark to take one. And then they got down the stretch and they had no timeouts. Significant because you could call it rebound and advanced into the front court. They were unable to do that. Uh, did, did you tell her that? It was on her own to miss it? Because no. obviously it's a lot harder when you're trying to go off the rebound with the little time that was left. Yep. Uh, Jill, their point guard, spends so much time in the gym that I didn't want the basketball guys to give her a, a good one and discover a heave and just throw up a half-court shot and throw it in at the buzzer. So I thought if they had to rebound it, then shoot it, there was no, no chance it was going to happen. So I did ask her to miss it. She made sure that she, everybody knew she tried to miss it, I think. <laughs> right. I was it was worried. a wide drive, yeah. She wasn't going to hit the rim, but she hit the rim and um, executed it well, and we came out on top. Yeah, that's the key to that. Got to hit the rim or they'll yep. still get inbounded. <laughs> uh, one other observation, uh, you did call a timeout when they are making a little run in the second quarter. You haven't done that a lot this year. Um, I know Coach Hobson didn't do that a lot either. Uh, do, do, you have a, 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 uh, do you have a strategy? Is it a feel? Just kind of your thoughts on when do you use some of those timeouts in those runs and, and when do you let your team try to play through it? Yeah, it's, it's hard um, because you do get to save those to the end of the game mm -hmm. and you do get to build those up and advance it and get opportunities to score. Um, but I also see in those second quarters especially, we're making runs. We don't have an opportunity to to do that at the end of the game where right. we need a timeout because we're close. And so, and my thinking on that is I don't want to get too big of a deficit that we can't come back. And if we're not, we don't, if we have a big deficit, we're not going to use them anyway. So we might as well use it right now. And so that was kind of my thought against Carney is I've got to get this stopped. We've got to settle down. We've got to get a shot, go in the basket and then, get a stop on the other end. But it worked. You cut that eight-point deficit down to three, and you eventually uh, go on and get the win. I thought Olivia had a good game, and, and uh, it, it was tough early. She picked up two fouls quick, and, and we talked about it. It, it was – 
the officiating was interesting, and give that crew credit. At the end of the first quarter, they huddled up, and they called it differently, and I thought they did a much better job because there was going to be a lot of players fouling out if they called it the way they did early on and what was a foul. But Olivia, unfortunately, got those two early. You put her in later in that first half, almost like you do at the end of a game, offense for defense, and thought you did a good job to avoid that third foul, but yet was able to help you cut that deficit down with her being on the floor. Yeah, Liv's hard to guard, and so when I feel like she has an opportunity to score, we need to get her in the game and, and get her get her a shot, and she did a good job on defense of making sure that they didn't score, and they were small, and so I wasn't as worried about her getting a foul because they weren't going to try to go into anybody inside, um, but she did a good job of going in and doing what we needed her to do in that moment, and uh, we, got a, we got a good shot for her, and it worked out in our favor i thought your team showed some toughness both physical and mental toughness in this game yeah definitely that was an advantage for carney is that they play really physical Mm -hmm. we were probably a little more athletic than they were but they they pushed us around a lot and really got inside really well and um but we did a good job of battling back in that second half well nice win for the tigers 70 to 68 still tied for second and what is still a log jam in the miaa and a big week this week washburn tomorrow emporia state saturday a couple of rivalry game should be a lot of fun and we're going to preview those in just a little bit tiger talk brought to you in part by golden belt bank your life has a story golden belt bank wants to get to know that story golden belt bank of hayes and ellis you can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com we'll take a break talk some more women's basketball with talia cars right after this timeout. this is tiger talk on the tiger sports network built by pwc Midwest Energy is offering scholarship and trip opportunities for area high school students. High school juniors can now apply for the Youth Tour, a one-week, all-expenses-paid trip to Washington, D.C. in June 2024. Current high school seniors may apply to win one of 10 $1,000 scholarships, and applying online takes just minutes at mwenergy.com under the Community tab. But hurry, applications are due January 31st. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Ringard Howard CPAs wants to help make your life easier by finding solutions to your tax, accounting, and business issues. Are you dealing with IRS notices or possibly looking for ways to minimize taxes? Maybe you are starting a business or looking for advice on how to improve your business. Ringard Howard is here to help. Whether you need us to tackle complex issues or assist with payroll, bookkeeping, and sales tax, your time is important. Let us give you more. Ringard Howard CPAs, we can help. We do that. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. In low to live, goes up, 
scores and it fouled. It bounced on the rim three times and dropped and hauled him back a chance for a three-point play. Tigers are back up one, 13 for Liv, and she's now past Kelly Priest. 17th on the all-time scoring list for Hollenbeck. 1,184 points on that bucket. She'll try to add to that mark right here with a free throw. And she did. She hit the free throw. That was a three-point play that gave the Tigers the lead for good. They got a couple of free throws from uh, Brooke Levy uh, to keep the Lopers at bay. And then, obviously, uh, they got a stop. And then Sydney hit one of those two free throws to seal the two-point victory. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part by the Taco Shop, where they order by phone. Use their handy app, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. It's the Taco Shop. They've been a Hayes tradition since 1970. Rivalry. Two weeks continues, <laughs> almost three weeks for Fort Hayes State. Kind of, kind of uncanny. You, you had Pitt, uh, and then a week later you have Cardi. Then you'll have Washburn and Emporia here this week. Your, your four traditional rivals, obviously Central Missouri could get thrown in there, but your four traditional geographic rivals in state and nearby all in a row. And, and this is a big week. And obviously you look at the conference standings, Every game is a big game, uh, but uh, you're back at home. You're a game out. Uh, you've got Western, that Northwest trip next week. But but the way, you know, going into Saturday, it was like one game from first or ninth. I mean, it's just a crazy race, and it really doesn't matter who you play. Every game is huge, and, and uh, now you get Washburn at home. And an and Ichabod team that's playing pretty well, they were very impressive, and they went over Pittsburgh State on Saturday. Yeah, no, I think we gave every – I don't know, hurt Pitt's feelings or something because they went 0-2 last week and gave Emporia and Washburn some confidence. And so both of them are, are playing really good coming into this week. And so they're both both tough games. Yeah, 11 wins for Washburn. That was their total a year ago. And obviously we still have a little over a, a month to go. A team that, that shoots it pretty well. I mean, they run good stuff. They got a second-year head coach in Laura Westling. Uh, just a bit of a scouting report. What, what has impressed you about the Ichabod so far this season? Dewey does a great job as a point guard position. Yeah. She's um, handles it really well and can create it for her own shot. So she's another point guard we got to really be aware of. And then uh, their five man um, is a sophomore that starts, and she is kind of unorthodox, but just so strong that we really got to be aware of her as well as their other three shooters because they kind of play four guards instead of having a true four man. So they they're all on the perimeter, and she's kind of inside. And that obviously puts a little little pressure on your defense. But you, you, you have to like, and you mentioned a good point guard. Uh, I thought you faced a real good one in, in Carney. She's she's just a sophomore, really, really talented. Seems like, every, I mean, all the really good teams in this conference have that, and that's not a big surprise. But defensively, I mean, your guards kind of – liking that challenge a little bit you can you can kind of see a little bit and, and with Brooke and, and Sydney the way they get after defensively that you got to be confident going up against somebody good like that that you have a chance to at least hold them in check yeah for sure and it's nice that we can kind of cycle through people and people guard different mm -hmm. and so the point guard can get used to somebody and then I throw somebody else at them and then they got to get used to them and size is always an advantage for us too. the both of them Jillian and then Dewey both are a little bit smaller um, so that is that helps us is that we can keep our feet back and use our length a little bit um, on her too and she's she's good a little bit about Emporia coach Osterman taking over they've kind of been up and down it's got some new faces but they've had some big wins along the way certainly when they're on they're very capable of beating anybody in the conference yeah they they have a bunch of really good shooters too and then they play a little zone which we haven't seen a lot this year as years in the past and so um, we'll we'll plan on seeing that on Saturday a little bit um, so we'll plan for that and uh, 
they have a really small uh, five-man starting right now. They have, Their five-man was hurt, and so they start about 5'10 at the beginning of the game. And she's really athletic, so it'll I think it'll be a good matchup for us on offense especially. But then they bring in a really big girl <laughs> off the bench now, and I think she's healthier. Um, so she'll probably play a little bit more against us. And so that, that will be something that we just have to change what we're doing depending on how they're playing. All right, should be a lot of fun. Washburn tomorrow night, Emporia State Saturday afternoon. Hope to get a big crowd out at Gross Memorial Coliseum. Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. Looking forward to the games this weekend, and we'll see you tomorrow night out at GMC. Thanks, Jordan. There you go, Talia Cars, head coach of the Fort A State women. Again, 5.30 tomorrow night, 2 o'clock on Saturday as the Tigers take on the Ichabods and the Lady Hornets. Fort A State Athletics invites you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We'll take a break. We'll talk men's basketball with head coach Mark Johnson next. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. If you haven't heard, land is in high demand. Hi, this is Adam Hand, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you have ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. We would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you are interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-2469 or visit whitetailproperties.com. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com. Hamaki cross court to Jaheim. He'll shoot a three. He put it in from the right wing. Jaheim Holden's first bucket. It's a big three, and the Tigers are up five, 43 to 38. Yeah, Forte State ends up winning by eight Saturday, 57 49 over the Lopers. They're now. 13 and 4, 8 and 3 in the conference, tied for second place, a game back of Northwest Missouri State. Welcome back to a Tiger Talk. Do want to tell you the conference tournament's going to be here before you know it. And uh, the Fort A State Alumni Office always has a great event at Boulevard Brewing Company. It'll be their fifth annual, and a lot of the Kansas City area alums know about it. But it's open if you're in the Hayes area planning to head on out to the MIAA tournament. Uh, it's going to be on Tuesday, March 5th at Boulevard from 5:30 until 8:30. You can. Kind 
contact the alumni office for more information. We also have, for those in attendance, some cards back behind us. It's got a QR code. You can get all the details and get registered, but always kind of a, a fun primer event to get you ready for the MIAA tournament, which if it's anything like the MIAA regular season, boy, hold on tight. It's going to be crazy. Uh, you got a big win as we bring in head coach Mark Johnson. Big win on Saturday. And, uh, boy, you look up and, it's just a log jam. I don't think I remember a, a race quite like this. Uh, we're now right at the midway point, moving to the second half, where there are so many teams so close together this late into the conference season. Yeah, this is uh, about as much depth as I can remember um, that we've had in the league in a long time. And like we've always said, I think that's the strength of the league is the depth. But we have so many good teams uh, this year. It's pretty crazy how it's all going to play out. Um you know, it'll be interesting. There's still a lot of we we're halfway point, and I think there's six teams that are still have just as good a chance as anybody to win the regular season uh, conference championship. And even us at eight and three, we're still not a lock uh, to make the conference tournament. You know, we still have to win a few more games to do that. I think it's going to take minimum uh, ten games. There might even be eleven and eleven just to get in. Ten out of fourteen, but I think definitely ten will will have to. You have to win at least ten to get in. So it, it's kind of uh, crazy that uh, this is happening, but uh, a lot of good teams, and our next two weeks will uh, determine if we can hang in there to try to win a, a regular season conference championship. We're playing, taking ourselves away from that. Three of our next four games are against the top three teams in the league. Uh, Emporia is one of the more talented teams. I know they're frustrated with their record, uh, and it shows you how good the league is. Emporia is probably going to come in here at 500 in our conference, and their individual talent offensively is as good as uh, recent memory of, of teams uh, that we face. So um, big challenge for our guys and, and uh, starts tomorrow. Well, you got a big win Saturday up in Kearney. Raced out to a 10 nothing lead. That was kind of the difference in the game, pretty even after that. In fact, they outscore you by two the rest of the way. Just goes to show you never know, but uh, you hit some shots, they miss some shots, and that ends up being the difference. You never relinquished the lead. They made a couple of runs at you, but the first uh, four or five minutes was kind of kind of the difference. Yeah, you know, um, obviously you would like to get out to a 10 nothing lead, but in, in reality, that's uh, I tell our guys that all the time after that team takes that time out. You very rarely ever see a team be up 10 nothing and go on to, to win big. You know, I, I feel like most blowouts, it's kind of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then after about 10 minutes, you start separating and getting uh, when you win by 30. Very Most times when it's 10 nothing, 8-2, to two, uh, the other team seems to always come back. So always telling your guys, don't let your guard down. And I don't think we did. It's just it's – just, what usually happens. So sometimes it's scary getting up to a 10 nothing lead. You know, cra- coaching's just stupid. You know, um, people don't understand. Let me clarify. You said coaching is not coaches are, right? Uh, yeah. Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> but um, I'm much more nervous coaching a game in the second half with an 18-point lead than I am in a back-and-forth mm-hmm. game because when you get up 16, 15, whatever that may be, you're like, we cannot lose this game. And, and you're very you're nervous. When it's just back and forth, you're just in the moment coaching the game. It never – you're not thinking about winning. You're just thinking about that possession. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, everybody thinks, boy, they get a, a big lead. It's really – no, I'm probably more – have more anxiety uh, than that. So, um, yeah, you get up 10 nothing, you know what's going to happen that much in the game. It's going to be a game. Well, they came back with a 10-2 run, got it to within two, but never took the lead. And in those games, you have the big lead. I've noticed they put the clock on like time and a half. It just takes even longer yeah. for the for the clock to wind out. I thought it was big, though. You know, Cardi made some some good runs at you. They're a good shooting team, um, but you never let them get the lead. Never even let let them tie the game. I think psychologically, that's always that's always big. Yeah, I was surprised we were able to shut them down. They're a good offensive team. Our guys, once again, make make guys look. Uh, 
worse than they really are. They're, they they have not struggled to score against anybody all year. Our guys really, you know, our guys, you know, they know the importance of you can't lose back-to-back games. You know, it's how you respond after a loss. And our guys, I thought, were really energetic and had a lot of – played with a, a motor and were physical and uh, really made it hard on, on Carney. Um and all that, and then our guys just, you know, made some plays they had to make. We were having a hard time scoring. They got close. Caleb got a steal and a dunk, mm-hmm. and then B got a steal, pitched it up to Sean and a dunk. And at that stage, about the only shots we were possibly going to make was a dunk, <laughs> and uh, we had to do what we had to do. Uh, we just – that's two years in a row we go up there and, and just really struggle to score. Uh, they really get the help on us. Anytime you drive, they put five guys in the paint and force us to make threes, and we were five of 22, and we're just, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Washburn's going to do the same thing. Washburn's uh, – Carney was second to last in three-point field goal percentage defense on the year in our conference. Washburn's uh, 13th or second to last. They give up a, a high percentage from three, and, and that's pretty much what you probably should do to us, and, and they're probably going to do that tomorrow. So hopefully we get to our home gym uh, where we shoot on every day and have a little more confidence and, and just need some more to go. And, you know, B, I thought, turned the corner at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln and Central, he went 6 of 10, and, and he's really struggled since then. And, and really our whole team has struggled. RJ is going to attempt to play. We've shut him down for a while. I feel like he's a little bit better physically. How far he can go, I don't know. But he will play tomorrow somewhat. And at least he's he's just another option. I really think when healthy, he's our best shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at least he gives us another guy that might possibly make a perimeter shot. Good to see Trajan. I know he's been battling with a back issue all year and grinding through. But eight points, eight rebounds for him. Those rebounds were obviously big. You did a good job on the glass against uh, Carney. But it's good to see him uh, kind of put numbers that he had been doing before that back flared up. Yeah, he, he's he's moving better too. I thought he had he moved a little bit quicker. And and uh, you know Trey's that guy, and he hasn't been able to do that for us just from a physical standpoint. But he's a guy like we said last year and going in this year, he's going to get you seven points, five five rebounds every night. You know he's not going to get you 10 rebounds most nights he's not going to get you 20 but he's going to get a seven and five and find a way and and he's really just kind of uh he frustrates the other team he's just kind of that one guy you got to have on your team he's just kind of a nuisance to the other team and uh you know i thought he guarded better i thought that was the biggest thing uh he was able to move around and and guard better and uh uh, hopefully he, he starts feeling better the rest of the way. Well, the Tigers are back at home, as Coach mentioned, but and it begins a, a key two-week stretch. Washburn tomorrow, Emporia on Saturday, and then on the road at Western and Northwest next week. We'll preview the Ichabods, who are right there tied with the Tigers in the conference at 8-3. and three. Uh, We'll do that when we come back. And to remind you, the Tiger Talk brought to you by, in part today by BTI, your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. We'll take our final break, preview the Ichabods who come to town tomorrow night. We'll do that next right here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Hello, I'm Alexis Ibarra, primary care provider at First Care Clinic, and I enjoy nurturing and treating the little ones in your family. I'm currently accepting new pediatric patients from toddlers to teens. I'm here for everyone ages 2 and up. Come see me and experience care that grows with your family. Visit firstcareclinic.com or call us to request an appointment with me today. Trust in a clinic where every heartbeat matters. First Care Clinic at the corner of 13th and Main Street in Hayes. Your health first. 
The New Year sale is on at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Premium Motor Oil, $16.59 for the five-quart size and $3.29 for one quart. Spray 9 Multipurpose Cleaner, $4.99. Free all-deep penetrating oil, $7.99. Scott Shop Towel, 55 roll, $3.99. Or the 200 count, $14.99. And Mobile Delvac, $17.99. Check out the savings today at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Parts, sales, and service you can depend on. Call on BTI. It's Chopper Days at BTI. John Deere. Shop now and shop later. Save 10% on forage, harvester parts through January 31st. Your machine runs the best when equipped with the best, so stick with genuine John Deere parts. During BTI Chopper Days, receive 10% off OEM parts for pull type or self-propelled forage harvesters on select models. Stop by today to learn more. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. A new year means a new month and new specials at the Taco Shop. The Sancho, Beef Enchilada, Cheese Enchilada, and Beef and Bean Burrito are each $309. Is the Taco Shop 333 West 8th Street? Download the app and order or call in. The Taco Shop welcomes you to 2024. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Come down to the Taco Shop. 544 to go. Four days stay by nine. Now Janssen steals it away. Keeps it in bounds to Riley for the two-handed dunk. What a play by Fort Hayes State. Janssen got a steal. Somehow kept that ball from going out of bounds at midcourt. Got it ahead to Riley for the dunk. And the Tigers are back up by 11. Yeah, that was a little stretch there. Back-to-back steals and dunks. Kind of put that one away. Tigers beat the Lopers on Saturday, 57-49. Now back at home for the weekend. They'll take on Washburn tomorrow night and then Emporia State on Saturday afternoon. You kind of touched on it. Washburn, just like you, 8-3 and three in the conference. Had, a, had some new players. They've got some young guys and they maybe um, struggled a bit early out of the gates because of that, but uh, really playing well. Really shoot the ball well. I think you said it well after the game. They're the anti-Tigers. I mean, they light it up from perimeter. Yeah, I mean, I think they've won seven of their last eight, eight of their last ten. They got a new transfer point guard. They have a freshman two guard. So I think it took them a few weeks of the season to gain their stride and get comfortable. But, uh, you know, offensively, they have Andrew Orr. They have the best back-to-the-basket big guy in the league. You know, we're not we're going to have a hard time handling him one-on-one. Connor's going to have to get out there and play a little bit more than uh, some other games because physically he's the only guy we have that can – uh, size-wise matchup, and then they uh, at one point they're leading the nation in three-point shooting again. I don't know where they're at now, but they're still leading our league. They're so they shoot the ball well. They have an inside presence, and uh, they're dominating the glass. Their offensive rebounds are number one, rebound margin number one. So, uh, like I said, we're gonna have a hard time stopping them. When we do, we have to get the rebound. Rebound would be vital because, like I say, nothing's more demoralizing when you finally grind out a stop and they get the offensive rebound. So it'll be a big test. But, again, we're on our home floor, and, uh, you know, our guys are going to bring it, and we'll see if it's good enough. That sounds good. Should be a lot of fun. Always is when the Tigers take on the bots. Coaches, always appreciate the time. We'll see you tomorrow night. Should be a fun one. All right. Thanks, for There you go. That's Mark Johnson, coach of the Tigers. Again, four-day state, Washburn. 5.30, we're on the air at 5.05 with the Auto World pregame show, and then Saturday afternoon, 2 and 4 o'clock with Emporia State. That's going to wrap up Tiger Talk today. It is brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, and the Taco Shop. We hope to see you out at the Coliseum. If not, be sure to listen, and we'll see you back here next Wednesday for Tiger Talk. So long, everyone. <laughs>